0: Hi there, welcome to the Data Cafe. I'm
1: Jason. And I'm Jeremy, and today we're doing our first Data Cafe bite.
0: I thought we weren't doing this episode for another two weeks, though, Jason. Yeah, we thought it'd be good to do like a bite-sized episode where you just drop into the cafe, maybe pick up a snack and see what's going on in the world of data science right now or what's currently on our minds. Oh, okay, I like that. So uh, well, that sort of presupposes that we have something to talk
1: about. So what are we, what are we talking about today?
0: <laughs> Funnily enough, I thought we'd talk about how to hire a data scientist, get a data scientist into your team, whoever that team might be, and go through some of our experiences with that. Oh, plenty of experiences. No,
1: absolutely. So I think that leads very nicely onto what makes a great data scientist in the first place. Because if you're going to hire a good data scientist, then you have to know slightly what you're looking for, which I think is a whole set of questions right
0: there. Yeah. And what are we looking for? We need somebody who has, if I look at the word data scientist, I split that up straight away and say somebody who has abilities on the data side. So tech stack, coding, technical abilities. And somebody who has some sort of scientist training um, can formulate experiments, run hypothesis tests. It has that tenacity that comes with going through potential failures and getting a conclusion out of that.
1: I, I think you're absolutely right. I think, I think there's there's loads of attributes that people look for, uh, or maybe they don't realise they're looking for, and they ought to be looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then there's the there's the huge plethora of data science skills, which in massive quotation mark because if you speak to any data science manager or hiring manager of data science, they will list probably a set of skills which are wildly divergent and yeah and different a
0: five years experience with them when they just came out last year. <laughs>
1: yes, I've seen that definitely I think certainly something I've seen I mean you, you, you read articles on how to hire good data scientists and and they they all seem to suppose that you're hiring, you know, the perfect data scientist, the... The The unicorn. The unicorn, yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I think we need to get the unicorn out out of the way, don't we?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I've read articles that say it's the unicorn team that you need, which at the core of it means you need complementary skills. So you can get various aspects of scientific skills and various coding software development skills Various communication skills and different abilities interacting with the business or your stakeholders and bring them together in a team setup and they may not all be data scientists, so defining that boundary between where is a data scientist's job actually end and you're now in the realm of data engineering or product ownership or uh, managerial role or leadership.
1: I think that the complementary aspect is really really critical you want the, the you want the team to behave as a cohesive team as a unit that are going to be good at solving problems and good at producing products and good at integrating those products into, yeah. into an existing company, don't you? Because, you know, if, if if any of those don't happen, then it's not going to be a successful outcome or experience for the company yeah.
0: at all. You have a costly gap somewhere.
1: Right. I think companies bring in data science talent for, for, for many reasons initially, but, but then you know, then often will scratch their heads and go, "Why isn't it working? Where, where, where are we missing uh, the the key nugget, if you like, yeah. that, that's preventing this landing somehow?" And I, I feel quite strongly that, that that if you try and go down, for instance, the super technical route for every single data scientist you hire, you know, every one of them is a a brilliant. Statistician, for instance, which would be great. I mean, I'd love, I'd love, you know, statisticians are terrific people to have in your team, no question. But I think if you did that at a very technical level, then that wouldn't necessarily lead, in my experience, to a terrific cohesive
0: team. This gets into, I think it's called the T shape for skills, which is breadth and depth. You can specialise in any one area but it's also good to have a breadth of skills and really a data scientist can sometimes end up being too broadly stretched or be too specialised in one given area and it's nice to have that balance and a lot of us pull this into our personal development plans to make sure I'm on top of a variety of tech stack things but maybe I'm specifically only coding in Python for example and this kind of gets us to well it's only an individual usually in the interview so, how am I going to make sure that that individual is the person that is a great data scientist that my team needs, or maybe just the one data scientist that i'm going to bring in? What do they need for me to get the best value out of having a data science function embedded in the company or
1: I think there are definite stages in hiring the team there's the sort of there's the young team, yeah by which I mean. Not, not age, I mean small, really. And, and that's...
0: Yeah, early in its growth. Right,
1: right. And and that's, that's, you know, every single person you're bringing into the team should probably be contributing something different.
0: Something new, yeah. Yeah,
1: right, right. And then there's the sort of more established team where you're looking for great people and they should be great. Technically, but but they should have certain attributes that you're looking for as well, which speak to are they going to be a good fit? Are they going to be people who are going to contribute to your team environment and and make that bland? And certainly for me, the critical thing with a data science team of any size is that they should be you know exceptionally good as a team at, at problem solving, at discovering new solutions, discovering new you know models approaches ways of working whatever it is and and yeah. the irony is i think that data science holds the key for that i mean there is this you know we've covered it a few times now in in the in in the main episodes the concept of a reinforcement learning agent well i mean i very much see a data science team as a reinforcement learning agent it's got it's got to learn from what it's done and it's got to be able to nice you know it's got to talk to each other about about how they've succeeded how they fail they pass on experience you know all
0: of that has to come into it it's like treating everything like an experiment Exactly, exactly. To see what's working and where we can improve. And one of the things that this feeds into really strongly as well is an element of creativity. So it's very good to have problem solving skills that also think outside the box. As common as that phrase is, you want somebody who can add a new dimension of thinking to A team in ways that may give a new insight to a problem that simply wouldn't have been thought of before because if we were all physicists, I'm a physicist. If I'm working with five physicists, we have a similar background. Uh,
1: I couldn't agree more. And this is, I mean, this comes straight to the heart of. You know, d- diversity hiring or indeed, you know, the yeah. anti-diversity hiring, lack of, lack of diversity and, 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 and how that can be so harmful in a data science team and a d- data science hiring process. I've seen so many teams where they've gone, you know, not, not just after the same. The same gender the same ethnicity maybe but also
0: the same college the same university the same school and the same degree program yeah it's easy to relate to yeah you've got some understanding of the qualification or the background somehow because of your experience with that yeah and something i read which is really interesting about is like cultural fit is one thing but what you really want is to hire for cultural goals find out what it is you're aspiring to be and figure out what somebody can bring in new in a way that you haven't been able to consider. And that's really difficult. And that's why it's so great to bring in a diversity of scientific backgrounds and a diversity of those technical skills and a diversity of those experiences. And if you've never heard of something before, ask about it. You have such a chance to learn and bring that element of growth to your team. I I think the idea of a
1: unicorn data scientist although there are some fantastic data scientists out there can be quite harmful because data science is this massive subject you know aggregating yeah. computer science statistics you know mathematics in a very broad sense you know AI all of this comes together and you can't be a phenomenal technical master of all of those disciplines you just can't yeah you can yeah. be very good at some of them and you can have a passing to good knowledge of of lots of others, but, but I, I don't yeah. think it's possible really.
0: You can't be a unicorn, it's a myth. It's a mythical creature. <laughs> it's a mythical creature. <laughs> like yeah, for sure.
1: So I think I, I think that you know the, the team needs to support each other. And the best teams I've seen have had indiv- you know individually excellent performers in certain areas of the data science stack, if you like, but together they present this amazing and really quite diverse sort of problem solving machine to the company and to the, the the data driven challenges that they're presented with.
0: Okay. So what are your key takeaways, Jeremy? So
1: I sort of take it back to a podcast that I listened to a while ago, which I really still enjoy. And I go back to now, which is a a podcast produced by the Y Combinator incubator company. And, and, they view hiring people when you're a startup as this critical phase and i think for data science teams it it is a critical hire and it's a critical process hiring new new team members so for me the, the things i look for are very very similar to the the sort of features that, that that they mentioned in their podcast uh when they're looking for new team members founders even of of new companies so f- for me i look for Great communicators, people who can present their ideas. I look for, you know, people who will support naturally, instinctively support each other in a team environment. So, who will lean over and go, Do you need a hand? Yeah. Or, I've actually done that and, and I'm very happy to help.
0: Absolutely. The camaraderie, yeah. Absolutely.
1: If, it's, it's such an efficient way of progressing a problem. And then team members who are going to memoise what they've done so that other people can learn from it. Uh, so documentation, funnily enough, is so critical. So yeah. If you're working, if you're working as a solo data scientist, you know you can keep it in your head if you've got a big head. But if if you're if you're working in a team, you've got to be able to write it down. Yeah. And then just just the ethos of: Do you seek to improve what you've done? Are you trying to iterate your ways of working and your technical ideas and approaches? And if you bring all of those four things together, you know it doesn't matter. Actually, what the area you're really good at, you know, I'm assuming there's also, you know, fantastic technical degree under there or some really great diverse thinking that's going on from whatever background that they've got. But actually, I think those key traits for me come together to make a really terrific data scientist and the rest of it will fall into
0: place. Yeah. And m- one thing as well is you can always um, upskill if there's something that's a potential development area. So, especially in the tech stack area. And I mean, that would be my biggest takeaway is recognize when you're hiring somebody, what are the tenacious behaviors that they have? The problem solving, the instinct to work well with others and really explore data, be um, clear in their goals and assumptions, but be really tenacious um, about getting to the core of a problem and wanting to solve it. Everything else can be... um, Upskilled in some way, you know, even right down to communication. Like you said, there are upskilling seminars, workshops, things for communication needs to be improved. I've certainly gone through many of these yeah. in learning how to talk and engage with business stakeholders of various backgrounds, and ultimately as well that um, cultural goals and um, really, really calling out what, what you'd said about that similar similarity bias that we might yeah. uh, fall fall into. I might have 10 brilliant people but if they're all the same then what I really need is 10 brilliantly complementary people
1: and I think to round that off then whatever process you have to to pick out those key features and those those cultural you know attributes that you value and those technical attributes you value whatever process you have it should be a process which succeeds in giving you that information too often I've seen a lot of companies who are putting a process in because they've seen lots of other companies doing something very similar, sure. technical test after technical test or coding test after coding test. Not that they don't have their place, just, you know, they're just pushing the buttons because everybody else is pushing them and it's sort of expected. Whereas actually, I think you really want to learn every step of your hiring process should be telling you something you didn't know already, should be ticking a box or crossing a box to say, yes, this is a good hire.
0: Yeah, tailored to what you need. So identify what it is you need as much as possible. Yeah, exactly.
1: Safe fair. That's great Jason. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed that. Yeah, geez. we should do this again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us today at the Data Cafe. You can like and review this on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. Or if you'd like to get in touch, you can email us, jason at datacafe.uk or Jeremy at datacafe.uk, or on Twitter at data cafe podcast. We'd love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. Stop by for another bite.